Welcome to Lombardi's Legends podcast. I am Wags, and with me, as always, is Dane. And Dane, tonight we got to have a returning guest on, a middle linebacker for the Green Bay Packers, Ty Summers. Yeah, one of my favorite players on the roster. Uh, I love his game. Great special teams contributor uh, over the last couple of seasons. Late round draft pick, tackle machine. Uh, really, and you touched on it. You asked him some really good questions, I thought, in this, in this interview uh, about um, his progress throughout the season and it definitely showed uh, I love his intensity for the game he's an, he you know he's very personable off the field but he's a vocal guy on the field he he he's kind of a prototypical uh, guy that the Packers like, I think they're in the middle. Uh, smart guy, loves the responsibility of calling plays. Uh, and in its very obvious Wags, he wants to contribute on special teams, but I think he wants to lock down a starting position. And I think he sees a path for himself this year in Green Bay. For sure. Uh, he's going to be ready one way or another, whether he does end up winning that starting job uh, at inside linebacker out of camp or if he ends up, you know, getting on the field. I think he's going to be on the field quite a bit one way or another uh, this season on the defense. We also talked a little bit about how he's taking on a, a more of a leadership role now coming into his third season, uh, something he's definitely looking to do, particularly on that special teams unit. Uh, he was one of the uh, lone bright spots, I would say, on a, a, a coverage unit that struggled quite a bit last year. So, uh, so I think Ty is is really coming to his own uh, and making an impact here on the roster. Um, I never say lock, but I, I think he's someone that, that I would definitely expect to have a big impact on this team this year. And it, I think beyond that, it's just really fascinating to listen to him and to watch his development because here's a guy that was really competing and pushing to win a starting job last year didn't get it, but stayed locked in and was able to be ready and contribute at such a high level on special teams. And then when he did get his opportunities to step on the field on defense. So um, we talked a little bit about that as well. So just uh, always good to catch up to Ty. And, and I really, really like talking to him as well. Yeah, and we did this interview um, right before training camp started. In the time since then, uh, Randy Ramsey went down with, unfortunately, sounds like a pretty significant injury. Uh, mentioned that because of his special teams contributions last season. And Kamal Martin, inside linebacker, is now, as a result, playing some outside linebacker as well. Um, but neither one of those things had occurred when we first talked with Ty. But uh, two more kind of openings, I think, particularly the Kamal Martin development, I think is street streamlining ties uh, potential to get on the field as an inside linebacker. So a really fun interview, uh, really great to catch up again with Ty, becoming a fast friend of the podcast and a guy who I think is going to take another leap in year three. Yeah, so listen, just really quickly, for those of you that are new to the show, um, we've had a bunch of interviews here that we recorded prior to camp, starting up in the offseason. So uh, if you haven't listened to any of those, you're going to want to go back and check those out. I think we had like eight or nine guys on this show uh, this offseason. So uh, just really fun to talk to all of them. Um, so check those out. We will be doing regular uh, pods, uh, just discussing how the team's looking uh, as uh, training camp continues. So those will be coming soon as well. Um, and the, 
then all the usual stuff, uh, like us, follow us, rate us, let us know how we're doing. We are on all the usual locations, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, as well as YouTube now with the YouTube channel. So uh, thanks so much for checking us out. Um, and as always, uh, go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. With us now, Green Bay Packers inside linebacker, Ty Summers. Ty, welcome back to Lombardi's Legends Podcast. Thank you very much, Dane. Glad to be here. Glad to be back with you guys. And I, I got to tell you, just on the front end, when we were first getting started out, you were one of our first guests. Uh, we've had a chance to talk to a lot of your teammates over the last year. Um, but it's an absolute joy, and you hold a very special place in uh, Lombardi Legends podcast with our fans. So just thanks again so much for taking the time and joining Wags and I today. Of course, of course. So listen, uh, it's been a heck of a, a year, I think, or so since we, we last talked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I, I think we, we don't want to look backwards. I know we're going to be looking forward too. Um, but, um, what do you make of this last season? I feel like, um, you know, the opportunities, uh, that were presented in front of you, you were able to seize a lot of them. So just looking back, uh, what are your lessons learned from your uh, second season in the league? Man, it was definitely, a, a, it was a good step. You know, obviously, you know, as an athlete, you have, always have high expectations for yourself. You know, I know that I'm capable of so much more. Um, so I'm just looking forward to the opportunity, especially going into this year, to really compete for the job, to get that playing time. Because, you know, getting a taste of the action. Special teams is great. It's got me a job my rookie year. I mean, it's going to keep me in the league probably for a longer time. It's for sure special teams. It will always hold a special place in my heart, you know, but there's just something about playing defense and being out there, you know, and going against all the big names that we got in the league and uh, doing what you love. Right. So um, I felt good about it. You know, I feel like I made, made some decent plays that made me kind of happy, you know, encouraged me, but then uh, I'm, I'm super critical of myself too. So I saw a lot that I was like, okay, these are definitely room areas that I can improve on. That's something I'm working on myself, not being overly critical, um, but being even better with short-term memory than I already am, you know, so I feel like there's a lot of things that I could learn uh, from this last season. I'm going to, uh, especially transition into this next year where I get, a, like I said, a chance to hopefully play some more. Yeah, and Ty, just kind of speaking of that, I, I you know, we really felt like you were one of the bright spots on the special teams units that kind of struggled a bit overall. So, I mean, how did you stay focused? Because, I mean, certainly you were – um, right in the mix to try to uh, win that starting job at the linebacker position as well. Um, and, but uh, it seemed like you um, really stayed focused and, and, and went out there and did your job every week. So just kind of curious how you were able to stay dialed in like that. And is there something that you're taking from that learning experience and, and bringing into camp this year? Yeah. I mean, like you said, I mean, our teams, we've, we've definitely been over this in meetings as OTAs that, our rankings in the league on special teams was not anywhere close to good enough. Um, and so personally, if you say staying focused, I mean, all the best that I can do is, is the things that I can control. You know, I'm going to continue to try to be a leader. And the coaches have kind of tried to put this on my plate a little bit. They want me to kind of take control of the special teams going to my third year. You know, I've been doing this for a little bit. 
it feels like for a while now, you know, and they want me to kind of be able to take control and be a leader out there. And so I'm going to do the best that I can at that. But the, the least that I can do is do the best one 11th uh, that I can. And so that was kind of my mindset. Even when things weren't going well, I was trying to encourage, motivate, make sure everyone's on the same page. By the end of the day, I can't control what they do. I can only control what I do in between the whistles. Um, but I think we're changing our mindset uh, a lot from what we were last year, um, being more technically sound. Um, and just focus on making sure that we prioritize, that everyone's prioritizing what they do every time they're on the field, whether it's offense, defense, or special teams. And I think that's something that we're, that we're all bringing uh, coming this season. I was just going to say, this is a follow-up to that. You know, I, I, I think that just the focus thing, because I'm sure it was just a, a little bit disappointing personally when, when you didn't win the starting gig. So I'm not trying to, like – hang on that but you had an opportunity late in the season um to, to get out there on the field a little bit more and some of the defensive packages as well and and I thought you really stepped up and and were making a lot of plays when you were in there too so I mean I just I think it says something um some guys in that position may have you know let their guard down a little bit but it seemed like you were really dialed in uh, not just when you had a few opportunities, but really for the whole season. So uh, I appreciate yeah, that. that. Yeah. Thank you. And I, I will say, I definitely felt that like I ended the season in a better position uh, than I had started, just getting more comfortable, you know, the more reps, more opportunities to your point. Um, I had a bad taste in my mouth kind of early on. I made some plays. I felt pretty good against the Saints, you know, aside from missing some tackles on freaking Alvin Kamara. Um, you know, I felt pretty <laughs> – so, but everyone does. So I feel horrible, but um, you know, I, I felt like there's a lot to improve, but I definitely, to your point, I appreciate you recognizing that towards the end of the year, especially because um, I feel like myself, I feel like I started getting more confidence, um, understanding the defense we were running then uh, kind of felt more confidence knowing that I can, I'm here for a reason and I can play in this league. And so I, that's what made me even more excited looking forward to this season, starting even when the season, this last season ended, because I was like, all right, I feel where my head's at now. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm ready to go out there and play. And I just play, but I'm ready to go out there and potentially dominate, you know. So, um, but again, I appreciate you noticing that because I've started feeling that myself, too. That's exciting to hear. I mean, and, and it, there's no doubt it was noticeable, I think, to, to those of us that were watching closely uh, and particularly watching you, right, when when you were on the field. Um What's it like with the green dot on your helmet, too? Uh, you know, to, it seems like you you were out there calling plays sometimes. I mean, and it was it was really noticeable to us. I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, year to one, to year two, um, I don't believe you played any defensive snaps in year one. You played over 100 uh, in mm -hmm. year two, in addition to a ton of special teams uh, play. Um, so, I mean, was the game fast at times? Did it slow down as the year progressed? You said that you felt more comfortable, but I mean, not only the physical aspect of it, but the, the mental aspect of the game and the position and the role that they asked of you had to have been pretty intense. Yeah, I will say, I mean, especially, well, first off, I love having the green dot. I love having that kind of role, uh, you know, having that responsibility. I mean, cause I like to talk when I'm out there anyways, even if I'm not giving the call, I'm trying to, I'm over talking. I'm like, Hey, Close call this way. Hey, slide. Hey, you and I are playing this. Hey, what do we got back here? You're over here. All right, perfect. I'm just, I'm just a little, I'm just talking. You know, I'm making sure everything's on the same page. So that whenever I get the headset, that's like, all right, let's go. It's sweet. I feel like I'm running the ship. Um, but I will say, like, my first game getting to play defense, 
was the Saints, you know, get thrown in there when Kirksey um, got injured. Um, and I will say, you know, you would think that it, the game would feel real fast. And I absolutely – I'd say I felt nervous, but the game didn't feel fast, though. And, and the nervousness wasn't even really there. It was, like, so last minute that I was like, all right, let's go. And so I got out there and I just felt like football, you know. And I think that's something that a lot of players like myself even at times find themselves, you know, kind of like – shell-shocked a little bit, getting antsy, overthinking things. But reality is I played football for, gosh, how long have I played football? Like 20 years almost, almost 20 years, you know. And so I've done this so many times. So the biggest thing for me is like just settle down, just play what I've been doing. Yeah, there's some dang good athletes you're getting ready to go against, but it's the same game. And so that's something I had to remind myself even towards the middle of the year whenever I got a chance to actually become the dude with injuries, like kind of like get to step into that role, like officially, I found myself getting in my own head. And towards the end of the year, that's whenever I full circle was like, what am I doing? Like, I belong here. Like, I can do this. Just go play football. And so that's something that I finally found and just realized, you know, don't need to overthink it. For sure. And now just kind of moving forward. Um, we did see that you were uh, running with the ones again during OTAs, uh, mini camp. So obviously we expect you'll be right in the mix, um, competing for a starting gig in this year. What's, what's that um, experience been like more so in just the transition now? You've got a new defensive coordinator, Coach Barry. Um, mm -hmm. So it's a new scheme, but um, do you feel pretty comfortable um, in, in, in the scheme so far? Or how, how are you feeling kind of headed into camp? I feel good about it. I mean, it, there's a lot more that goes to it, I feel like, than what we did last year. Um, so, yeah, obviously I can't go into too, too much detail. Uh, but there's diff different thinking ap applications that are more involved. So uh, I think it'll be good, you know, be – there'll probably be a few mistakes early on by a lot of guys just because again, it's new. We haven't done anything the last six weeks. I've been like watching film, you know, but film will only do so much, you know? Um, but aside from that, I, I do feel good. I feel good about the defense. I feel great about coach Barry. I think he's an awesome dude. I look forward to, to really playing for him. Um, and yeah, I got a, you know, so far it seems like I got a legit opportunity to compete for the job. And, and even if that wasn't the case, I'm still going to go out there and give the exact same effort. So I'm going to go out there and compete regardless, whatever happens of anything. You know, I'm going to be out there competing. Uh, Lord willing, I get get the job. If not, if my role's teams again, then she'll be the best egg special teamer we got. You know, it's like that's got going to be the mindset regardless. That's how I'm going in. And, you know, Coach Barry, um, I mean, you know, but the fans that are listening here, uh, he's got a background playing with him or coaching with inside linebackers as well, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um, does that – can you feel that? Can you feel that with him? Because you got to think the defensive coordinator that's kind of got that. Uh, he's got to have a soft spot for that position group. We were really excited. I don't know about, I don't know about soft spot. He, he's making <laughs> sure we're on our P's and Q's. But, yeah. no, I, yeah, he's he's very, very involved. He's in our room every day, or he was for OTAs, and I'm assuming that's going to be the exact same for camp. Um, I mean, he's making sure. He's letting us know, hey, y'all run the ship. You know, y'all got to make sure that y'all are out here communicating you're in the middle of the defense, make sure everyone's on the same page. Y'all going to be making plays. You know, that's kind of his mindset. He's fired up all the time, regardless. No, nothing matters. All you got, he's going to have the same energy every single day. And I freaking, I love it. I absolutely love it. But I love the fact that he is uh, very um, connected with the inside linebacker room. Ty, this might be a weird question, but do you feel like you're a veteran now uh, on the team? I mean, 
you're, on the one hand, you know, you're only coming into year three, but you're now seeing a lot of these younger guys come in and you're, you're kind of, you kind of know what to expect. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, do you feel, yeah. Do you feel like you're kind of in a position to take on a little bit of a leadership role as well? I do, you know, and I feel like I've had conversations with, you know, my special teams coaches that expect me to be that, be a, be a leader, uh, at least in the team's role. But yeah, going to year three, it's, it's crazy how different I feel from even going into year two with that kind of aspect that there is a lot, there's almost as many younger guys as there are older guys, it feels like on the team. I don't know if that's really true or not, but that's what it kind of feels like. Um, to that point that I feel like I could be more of that kind of leader, encourager, motivator to people that would actually, you know, take me seriously. It's one thing to try to say the say motivational encouraging stuff to a vet and be like, dude, get out of here, young buck, you know? But, like, when you start saying that as a guy that's the same age or a year or two older than some younger guys, they're going to take that and actually try to learn and understand, like, from your experience. So I feel I feel def- very confident that that's kind of, you know, what the situation is going to be like. And so to your point, yeah, I definitely feel more like a vet uh, walking in, as even as a, only a year three guy. I we're we're really excited. I think uh, to you know um, see what you're able to do. And I mean, camp starts up. Well, we're we're so folks. We're interviewing uh, Ty here about a week uh, from today. So uh, when when do you make the move back to Wisconsin? It's got to be coming up pretty quick. Yeah, we're starting the drive from Houston, Texas, on Saturday morning, bright and early. Early man, uh, you know, you're a Texas guy. We talked a little bit about the Saints. Was was that just uh, an incredible experience? I mean, I, on top of everything else, you played about one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. Yeah, fellow Texan, mm-hmm. right? In Drew, yep. Drew Brees. Um, I'm sure during the moment you had a job to do, but now looking back on it uh, after a little bit of time, it's something I, I've been meaning to ask you about. Um, was that, was that a, a little extra playing against somebody like that in that moment? Oh, absolutely. I remember that was, of course, like my first game playing defense. You know, I remember people sending me pictures after the game from the TV of me and him and I being on the screen at the same time. <laughs> I remember seeing that thing, and that was the craziest thing. Not to sound like a fangirl or anything, but, I mean, you grow up watching the dude. That's all I remember for the Saints is Drew Brees, you know. So that was pretty crazy. And there was a cool moment where – uh you know, they were checking – Drew Brees was checking the play, and based on the formation, I was like, hey, alert screen, you know, running back screen. Just, I don't – there was something filmed that we had saw that I, that I thought that's what was happening. And he looked at me, kind of looked around and said, time out. <laughs> I was like, I swear, I, I think I just called out the play. I was like, that's another moment that I'm always going to remember that thing, and that was pretty cool. Whether that was actually the case or not, I'm always going to remember it like that, so <laughs> – I love it, man. I love it. And when uh, I asked you last time, uh, we had you on, but uh, uh, I'm, I'm a music guy. I love music. Uh, we talked a little bit about your hype music last time, um, but uh, what are you listening to these days? Anything added to the repertoire? You talking about for hype music or just to listen to in general? Like, you, you tell us. I mean, give us give us some uh, recommendations, maybe. Uh, what's your? Yeah, what's I will. Your... I will say honestly. Uh, shoot, probably. 80% of the time I'm listening to Christian music. That's kind of just, that's just my go-to daily walking around Alexa, hey, Alexa, play Christian music. You know, I just kind of have that constantly going to the house, in the car. Um, but then I'll change it up. You know, I have a little Morgan Wallen radio or some sort of country radio. Or, but then, of course, you know, pulling up to the workout, you know, I'll put on a little little Baby or something, you know, some, some rap music, some Kodak, black, you know, something like that, you know. But 
uh, I don't really have any specific. I haven't I haven't updated my playlist in a while, so it's kind of the old popular stuff, not the new popular stuff. But you know, it gets me going still. And Ty, just you know, kind of curious. I saw you got to run a camp a few weeks ago, so um, looks like that was a, a really neat experience. Is that mm -hmm. the first year you've done that, or is that something that you've been involved with for a few seasons now? It was technically my second one because of COVID. Last year we did a virtual camp, and it was it was not very good just because I mean there's only so much you could do on Zoom, right? But um, this year was what felt like my first real camp, and it was a huge success. There was probably about 200 kids out there and they were hyped up, excited, ready to go. It was a free camp. So it was just whoever wanted to sign up, come out, got a t-shirt, you know, they got, uh, they handed out some, some good stuff to them. I don't remember exactly what it was, but there were some sponsors involved and uh, there was a bunch of coaches pretty much all set up, ready to go. All I had to do is come out there and be a hype man and be as involved as I wanted to, which of course I was in the middle of everything. My voice was gone. I was sweating through everything I was wearing, tackling dummies. You know, it was it was a good time. Uh, so I'm looking forward to doing it again. I want to actually um, do one in Green Bay this next year. Um, ideally, probably sometime during OTAs when we're up there, you know, find a weekend and try to set it up. Because I was talking to the guys that, that ran this camp and have set it up for me. They are like all about it. Like, absolutely, we'll fly up there and do it for you in a heartbeat. So – Try to bring one to Green Bay next year. We'll we'll help promote the heck out of it uh, when, whenever that comes to fruition. I, I know that uh, it means a lot. And uh, was there a reason that uh, you decided to do a free camp? I mean, it, it was accessible, right, to, to just everybody then when you're able to do something like that. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing for me is, you know, if I was a kid, there's a lot of people that would probably love to go do stuff like that, but they just – you know, why put money as an obstacle for people to get their kids to do something that they care about? You know, it's like, I don't, that kind of stuff for me isn't for the money. That kind of stuff is just for giving back, spending time with people in the community. Um, and it's just fun. You know, that's not, that's not work. So why would I charge people for that? You know, it's like, it's not necessary. So, and it's cool because then it gets more people out there too. You know, it's a lot more fun having 200 people than having 25 to 50 people, you know? For sure. And I have to think that that type of experience can, you know, we know you're super passionate about football, uh, so you don't necessarily need to recharge the batteries, quote unquote. But even having all those kids out there just to remember, hey, this is a game mm -hmm. <laughs> and to be able to give that back. I'm sure that uh, you probably took more out of it than than they did even. So that's Oh, absolutely. Really uh, trust me, that experience wasn't just for them. It was it was all for me too. I I enjoyed the heck out of it. Um and it's pretty it's pretty cool just seeing how, you know, what what kind of role models guys in my position can be and what the kind of influence you have. Like you don't realize how much kids look up to you and so you're surrounded by them in person because you know see people on social media that post crazy things, saying crazy stuff. And it's like, guys, we're shaping this next generation. We're a part of that. And so um, it was it was cool to be able to try to um, help shape them in the way that I see, you know, young men should be and women should be growing up to be, you know. And I, I think it's important for guys to take that, this opportunity they get and truly, like, do good, you know, and, like, truly just give back. 
Well, listen, we, we know uh, we're, we're running up against it. You've got a busy night. Um, but I, one last question for you. Um, we love your social media and, uh, and we just, we wanted to um, just check in. How, how's married life going? I think the last time we checked in, you'd just been married. I think you got some dogs now as well. Oh I mean, man, we got two dogs. Two yeah, are, dogs are you chasing them all over? I mean, just how, oh how is domestic life for you, man? Oh, domestic life's great. So I'm now married, married for almost a year and a half, which is pretty crazy to think about. Um, but we have now two dogs, one of which is a year and a half, and the other, a little over a year and a half, the other one's like 19 weeks, so he's still a puppy. He's a little chocolate lab running around like crazy. But the other dog, the older one, is just laying, would lay around and sleep all day if it wasn't for the little puppy pesterizing him. Um but man, we absolutely love it. And I'm excited to have them both up in Green Bay when the snow comes around, you know, because my oldest dog loved it when he was there last year, hoping the other dog loves it too. But no, domestic life is great. Um, excited to have them up there. Have have my wife come into games this year. Excited about that too. I know she's pumped about it. Um, it's good. Cannot complain. God is good. Well, Ty, I can tell you as a chocolate lab owner myself, um, that that dog is going to be a puppy when he's ten too. So, <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, for sure. I love it. Well, hey, listen. No complaints. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, listen, Ty, we really appreciate you uh, giving us some time and jumping back on. It was uh, awesome to catch up with you, but uh, we better yeah, let course. you go. Um, as always, though, before we uh, sign off, you mind giving us a go, Pat? Go. Absolutely, go, Pat. Go, baby. Let's go. Go, Pat. Go, go Pat. Go. Thanks, Ty. We'll see you at camp. We appreciate you. Yes, sir. Y'all take care. Have a good evening. You too. Go Bucks. Yep, go Bucks. Go back up. All it counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. There ain't no second place in Lambo. It's a whole new game.